How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the 209 Journey podcast. I'm your host, Luis Urbano. And before I introduce our special guest today, I want to ask everyone listening to this episode, if you can, it would mean a lot if you share the podcast with your friends. Uh, Let's please help spread the word about it too. And if you know someone who would want to be on the podcast, uh, has to be someone born in the 209 or someone who moved to the 209, then please send me a message on Facebook or Twitter. You can find the podcast at The 209 Journey on Twitter and also on Facebook to search for The 209 Journey and you should be able to find it as well. So let's go ahead and get started with today's episode. So as I mentioned in the previous episode, today we're going to have another guest that's also from Sherlock. Uh, Today's guest is actually a soccer player who grew up in Sherlock. He spent some time playing for Barcelona's academy in Arizona, and then he played a couple of years for Sac Republic's academy, and then furthermore moved on to the first team in 2019 and played with the first team for the 2020 and 2021 season. Just recently, he was actually announced to be signed by DC United, who, for those of you who aren't familiar with soccer, that's actually Major League Soccer's uh, soccer team as well. So pretty big deal for us to have someone who is in the major leagues and who represents us in the 209. And also joining Hayden uh, for the first time ever, I'm actually going to have two guests on this show, is his father, Antonio Sarges, who is actually a big inspiration for Hayden. And uh, he was a big part in Hayden being able to now fulfill his dream of being a professional soccer player in the MLS. So welcome to the 209 Journey podcast, Antonio and Hayden. How's it going? I'm doing well, doing well. Thanks for asking. Glad to hear that. And as I mentioned before, it's the first time that I actually have two people on the show. So it's kind of cool. We're innovating today. And and I'm really excited because, uh, as you mentioned, Hayden, in the other interview we did for my other podcast, uh, your dad's an inspiration to you. And and it's it's cool to have both of you on here and just to relive all the memories you guys had a couple of years ago uh, that, you know, have led to where you're at now. So cool stuff. For sure. We, I wish I could add my mom on here, but all good. She's, she's busy right now. So I want to go ahead and get started. Um, as I was reading a little bit about you, I know you may have not been born in the 209 directly, right? But eventually you guys moved uh, to Sherlock. So um, I, I guess I'll start with your dad too. If you could tell us more about like how that move happened and, and all that, I'd be curious to know. Well, I mean, everything started in Sherlock. That's where I met my wife and everything. But we ended up moving to Nevada for about five years. And the, both our kids were born in Nevada. And then uh, my job had the opportunity to move back to Cali. So we went, we came back to Turlock, where most of my life has been in Turlock. Oh, that's that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad you came back. And, uh, you know, it just speaks volumes of how great the Valley is, right? That Like we, we all move and... We want to come back. I know Hayden was telling us how much he already misses <laughs> the 209. And, you know, it's it's a special place here. And, uh, you know, it's, it's good that you guys came back. Um, so, Hayden, you know, tell us a little bit more about how it was for you to to grow up in Sherlock. How old were you when when you uh, moved back and, and all that? Yeah, I believe I was two when I moved back. So I don't really remember yeah. <laughs> moving that whole process. I remember pretty much from elementary school and on. So... My experience with Central Valley, even off off the field, has always been great. 
And then obviously playing youth soccer, started off in the Turlock Rec League and then ended up joining a couple clubs and bounced around just a little bit. And I, I have nothing bad to say about the, the community of the 209 and how everything is. So speaking of playing soccer, you know, can you tell us a little bit more about how you kind of got into the sport? Like, what what were your beginnings like? Well, I, I got into the sport because my uncle and my dad, they both played growing up. And actually, my, my uncle still played. So it's pretty cool to see him playing still. And uh, I just joined uh, Turlock, Turlock Youth Soccer Association, which is a rec league. And I think I, I would say I played probably... I don't, I don't know, two or three years, maybe. And after that, I joined a Turlock a youth competitive soccer club called Turlock FC. And we had a really good young team, which was super. We had a really good young team, which was super cool. And we were winning championships at a young age. I'll say that. So to, to win super early on, and then I moved to another team within the Turlock district it was called Turlock FC Vipers and uh, played there for a couple of years and then moved into a team called East Valley Earthquakes. And then that's where my, my dad coached me at all of these teams. After that, I played with, that's when I joined Sac Republic's Academy. Oh, well, that's, that's really awesome. Uh, you know, I'm glad that you're kind of moving between different teams. You got to experience winning a championship. And I mean, all, all that is, is really great and super motivating. I think for, for any player, um, and now I'll, I'll ask a similar question to you, Antonio. Uh, what, where did you get your passion uh, to play soccer? Well, you know, like Hayden said, me and my brother were always soccer fans. You know, um, growing up, we played soccer a lot and throughout the high school and everything. And so we just follow our passion. And then when I ended up working and having a son, then I decided to start coaching. And that's what I did. I coached them throughout his entire childhood until the Sacramento uh, scattered him out. And I was basically told <laughs> that to watch him grow more, you need to let him go. And I, I stopped coaching and I let him go to Sacramento Academy. Then I was just a taxi driver. <laughs> yeah. Hey, taxi driver is, is a really important thing, especially when, when you got to drive out there too. So, uh, you know, great, great stuff there. And, and I'm definitely going to talk about that um, here later on because I, I just find it so uh, inspirational and, and just so amazing that like, you know, you guys did the, the drive out there. Um, but before I, I get to that, um, I want to ask both of you because there's something that I've started to ask guests. Um, what would you say is like your favorite restaurant in town and like a place that you like to visit as well? Um, you know, let's let's give some free shout outs to uh, some local spots. I think I'll answer this for both of us. It's got to be my I said it, my uncle's restaurant, Vito's. So it's in Turlock. My uncle owns it. It's an Italian restaurant. Delicious food. Uh, I'd probably give another shout out to Memos. Memos in uh, downtown Turlock. Great Mexican food. You can always depend on them. And then we actually found a new place. I don't know what it's called. It's in Ripon. I, I don't know if you know what the name is, Dad. Oh, uh, the the restaurant? No, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I forgot. I don't know, but I know which one you're talking about, but I don't. Good. What about a full place? 
Yeah, I'm a big fan of pho. So there's a place actually next to my uncle's restaurant. It's called Pho Americano. Big fan of them as well. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'll have to check them out. Uh, I've been to Jura's once. It is, is pretty good. And yeah. I've been to yeah. Memo's once. I actually just went to Memo's actually a couple of weeks ago for the first time. And I, I was I was really impressed by how it was. Memo's is delicious. <laughs> and probably if I have to, I'll give one more. It's a, a Syrian place from obviously from where my dad's from iran it's called namino it's also yeah east turlock it's it's on gear road great yeah. clubs oh nice yeah I'll, I'll have to i'll have to check it out too i haven't i haven't been there yet too but i i try to just drive around turlock go to a lot of good spots because there's a lot of great food in turlock yeah. and uh it i mean it, it always blows my mind there's better food in turlock than in my own hometown here and considering the size so <laughs> uh, you gotta well, check out you gotta check out vitos for sure yeah oh yeah that'll be on my list uh, to check out because i'm a i'm a big pizza guy so uh, yeah. I, I gotta have some pizza <laughs> um well going back to uh to your career and, and whatnot um tell us a little bit more about uh how you got to play for barcelona's academy in arizona i know you were there um for a couple of months tell us more how, how was that like and how did that come about uh came about in the in the summer in that summer and we i went and played a tournament there or i was there for a week with the local team here just to get out there and and do some training and and after that training stand they kind of came up to us and said look we're interested and what could we do to get hated here so after after figuring out and making making that switch from sacramento to barca I had a I had a good time there. It was a good experience, learning experience. You know, I spent time away from my family at a young age. It wasn't super long, so uh, but I would say I learned a lot from that experience. That that's awesome. I mean, you you just you see the name Barcelona and it's it's a pretty big yeah. deal, right? I mean, for sure. Especially when you were around there too, right? Because they had more of their glory years a couple of years back. And right now they're not doing so good, but I think it's it's only a matter of time for them to to get back to to where they used to be at so sure. well um speaking of sacramento too uh, i really want to know this story um walk us through how you make it to the academy and like how did that all that get started and and how did you hear about them and whatnot i was i was playing in a tournament with with my dad's team east valley earthquakes and at the time simon elliott was the academy coach so he was out there scouting at a Davis tournament at the Davis Legacy Sports Complex. And at the time, I was playing midfield for my dad. So, And I remember Simon telling me that I scored I scored a nice goal. And I, after that, he kind of just came up up to my dad and, and just told him the situation. Like, oh, we would like we'd like him to come play with the academy. Oh, we oh. lost him. I think, we, <laughs> I think his, he's his gone. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. What he said was true. Uh, I'll finish it up till he comes back. He came up uh, after my tournament was over. He introduced himself and he said he's from Sacramento Republic, and uh, they're putting a team together, academy. And he would love for Hayden to come out and try out, and that's the end of Dad coaching him. You know, <laughs> and uh, he went he went ahead and tried out for the team, and he made the team and. That was the end of it. Nice to have you back, bud. Yeah, <laughs> little disconnect. <laughs> yeah, well, welcome back. Uh, well, 
this is news to me. So midfield, so you scored a goal in the midfield. How did how did you make the transition from midfield to being a defender? What happened there? It was weird because when I first joined the Republic Academy, I also played uh, in the midfield. I played as a six, kind of kind of as an eight, and then after my I'd say after my first year, I I dropped back to center back, which I I enjoy it, and I think at the time it was more of a develop development for me so that I could see the field more. So, and when you were in your youth squads, did you also play the same position or were you also like rotating? Uh, with, with SAC after that year, I played primarily center back, but with my dad's team and all my youth teams, I played a uh, midfield first year. Oh, okay. Well, that's, I mean, that's an interesting transition. I mean, I know with the midfield, you're kind of going back and forth too, right? But uh, not as much opportunities at goal, right? So it's kind of. Yeah, for sure. So, like you said, Simon invites you to join the academy. Um, what happens next? Like making the arrangements right for your first training day, and how was it? How was it for you to like you know step in onto the pitch with now a completely different kind of club, uh, different experience? Like, what, what were the differences like for you? Obviously, it was it was just great to be in part of a professional environment at a youth level. And as far as differences on the field, you you can just tell from from club to academy right away, the speed of play, the professionalism from on the field and off the field, the coaching staffs, just uh, everything was different. So I was super grateful to be, to get that opportunity. Yeah, that's, that's really awesome. And uh, onto what I mentioned before, I really wanted to know these stories and whatnot. Well, I mean, during this time, right, you're going to high school and all that. And, and as we all know, high school is a busy time and you get out, what typically at like two or 3 PM, uh, Actually, what, what you time couldn't, he, he oh, couldn't okay. go to high school. If he played for academy, they don't let you play for high school. And because of the time of training, we had to take him out of high school and do homeschool for him. So he mm-hmm. did homeschool for the entire time. I mean, freshman year, he went very little. But after the freshman year, in the middle of it, a couple of months into it, we had to take him out because training was at 4 o'clock. 4.30 sometimes, mm. and we're in Turlock, and that's when the traffic <laughs> hits. So we have to, you know, make sure that he has enough rest and eats before we head to Sacramento. So we pulled him out that homeschool for him the entire high school year, all four years. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. Yeah, because I, yeah. I, I, I always wonder that myself. I was like, I know the distance. I know how like far it can be, like. <laughs> was he doing like half day school or what? But yeah, that but that makes sense. By sophomore, by sophomore year, I also started to get called up to go to first team training. So it was even even better that I was homeschooled because morning trainings, you're not even able to go to school at that point. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless you ditch, but we don't really yeah. <laughs> we won't suggest that. Um well, well that's that's really interesting. And was that the same like case for like other of your academy teammates or like maybe the local guys actually went to high school and, and all that? Uh, I, I know a situation of some of them. A lot of the boys, they started doing like a charter school where they went half day. And, you know, the school was more lenient with the uh, players going on away trips and maybe missing a Friday of school. They would give them a, a handbook or a booklet for a week's worth of school. Oh, OK. That's interesting. 
So for all the players that are typically in the academy, I mean, uh, you know, some make it to the first team, as was your case. And unfortunately, others don't make it right. So they end up jumping onto college or even you know, playing for other like semi-pro teams and whatnot. Uh, at what point does the team usually tell players like, you know, we're going to promote you or, you know, at this age, just start looking outside because, you know, we we might not be able to give you that opportunity. Do you know all that? I think at the, I don't think they necessarily tell you. You just get a, a feeling, you get a sense and you kind of just look at your options and look at what option is best for you. But is there like a like an age where if you get to that age, like, you know, they they have to let you go, essentially. Like, is there like an age cutoff that they have? I mean, once you turn 18, you, you can't play for the academy anymore. So you if if you're not getting called up to the first team at that point, then you have to look at your college options. Oh, okay. But yeah. for, for your case, like, were you ever um, thinking of, like, plan Bs and all that? Like, if, if it doesn't work out, you know, I, I'm probably going to go to this college or I'm going to, like, apply to these colleges. Was that ever, like, a, an idea that you bounced around or no? No, I had my mind set on going pro. <laughs> that's that's good that's, he, mean, did. That's he simple, was determined <laughs> simple simple answer but it's the truth like it's it's just what i wanted and i went for it there was no other option that's good no yeah i mean you have to have that mentality going into it because yeah. if you don't then you know it's it's tough and i'm sure you probably had a lot of teammates that you know they they didn't make it and and whatnot but for those teammates that you had that you know just didn't make it like what did they typically do that they typically just like stop playing or did they just move on to college or what, what did you typically see there's diff- there's different pathways for everyone and the process to to reach a professional level is there's everyone uh develops at a different time so you look at players like eric santana where he gets drafted to atlanta united and now he's playing in an mls team and he was with the academy but he didn't sign with the first team he went and played at University of Pacific for a year and and now he's playing professional soccer so everyone has their their own paths to get to that level and it's it's a process and you just got to respect respect the grind for it did you guys typically have like college scouts out there at like oh yeah they're watching you all the all the games and I mean the showcases between Florida Texas San Diego were they were just flooded with college college coaches oh that's that's awesome. Um, so a great opportunity for all the players. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Have- those showcases were always the best opportunity for the boys to show their talent and and uh, see what they, the outcome would be, you know. That's where you're going to try to sell yourself to all these coaches for college or professional teams. So Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that, that's that's really awesome that they do that, too. And every time I see them do those tournaments, uh, I mean, it's it's really cool that, that they um, involve, especially Sac Republic against these MLS squads. Right. Because I'm sure you had to play against a lot of like MLS academies and whatnot. Right. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's really good experience and um, g- good that they still keep doing that. And I mean, w- we have you as our example, right, that, you know, if you make it to the academy with Sac Republic, you know, you can have a shot at joining MLS too, right? And and having that, and not just that, right? But like you mentioned, also college scouts. So, you know, plenty, plenty of routes for, for everyone. Exactly. Yeah. So I know we talked about this on, on the previous pod, but I want to talk more about the experience of actually, you know, making it to the first game, especially having uh, your dad on here. 
Um, this one goes for your dad. Um, you know, walk us more about how how it was uh, finding out that like your son was going to be in the starting eleven. Like take, taking him to that uh, game. If if you gave him a ride that day, I don't know if you were taxi. I'm sure <laughs> back I did. In <laughs> I'm sure I did. <laughs> um, how was that like? I mean, what what were you guys feeling like knowing that he was going to be in the starting eleven for the first time? I think I think that whole day we had everyone in the family had butterflies. We just, you know, so excited. Something that he's worked so hard for that it was coming to, you know, reality. He's going to actually walk on that field and be on the starting 11. So it was really a dream come true, you know, for all of us, more for him. But it was it was fantastic. It was the best. And going into it, you already knew you were in the starting eleven, right, Hayden? Like it wasn't oh, yeah. like up in there. No, I knew that. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I can I can only imagine the the car drive there and the drive back and and whatnot. Um, how did you guys celebrate afterwards too? What did you do on, on that day? I don't want to quote myself from the other podcast, but oh, <laughs> oh say oh, it was the <laughs> in and out. I want to say we might have celebrated with an in and out. <laughs> Either that or a Chick Fil A. <laughs> yeah, one of those two. It was it was something. Obviously, we celebrated the next day as well. But it was just like my dad said, dream come true, huge moment for for myself, for my family, and you know, the start of my career. Which in and out the the Monte Vista one or um, the, the one, one by uh, right by the mall and uh, in Sacramento? Yeah, right by the mall. Oh, okay. Not Are nice. you talking about the one in Turlock? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I wasn't sure if you guys went to that one. I'm like, I know they're open late. But <laughs> yeah, there's been cases that we've gone to that one now. Mm. Yeah, that, I mean, they all get pretty busy, right? But I know that one, that, sure. that one can get pretty packed, especially uh, at midnight, one in the morning, just from experience of going there that late. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, that's that's really awesome. I mean, it, it was just really cool to know that. You, you made it there. And I remember when I found out that we had a Sherlock guy, I was like, this, this is awesome, right? Because it's like, you can only imagine that you, you'll you likely be the first of many, right? That will actually make it there and, and be with the Republic. And hopefully they start scouting more in this area. And, you know, undoubtedly, I think with teams like Academica, which I'm not sure you guys might be familiar yeah. with, right? Um it, the sport's really growing a lot, right? And I'm sure you guys have noticed just the tremendous growth in like the past. Central, I mean, since Hayden was born, right? <laughs> Central Valley's got has a lot of talented players, a lot. But it takes a lot more than that to become what he is, because it starts from a family and dedication. It's not just your talent. It like you were going to touch on bases. It took five years of driving this kid six days a week to Sacramento. And that's games in Sacramento on top of the job that me and my wife had. So it takes the dedication to accomplish from the family side. But the most important is him dedicating all his talent on that field to accomplish what he's did. And it's not easy. I mean, I talk in front of a lot of other parents and they ask and I said, if you can't dedicate yourself, to your kid because he couldn't drive by himself six days a week to Sacramento. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. You can't get yourself three months into it and then say, Oh, I'm going to give up Mm because 
you're not setting a good example either. You just got to go in all the way till the end. And this is what we did until he could drive. And then we give him the key. <laughs> like drive. Even then we drove him sometimes. <laughs> uh, how long were you actually driving, Aiden? Like how many years? <laughs> I think a year and a half, maybe. Um, just, just when I signed with the first team is when I started driving. Oh, okay. How, how was that like for you six days a week? Uh, going back and forth. What what time were you like leaving and what time were you like coming back home? <laughs> I was probably leaving around six o'clock and I'd be coming around, coming home most days around two, two thirty. Oh, okay. Always the first one there last to leave. Yeah. That's, that's how it should be. Right. That's, that's who, that's when you know that someone actually is dedicated to something, right. When they want to be there, right. For a long time. And I feel like when you drive somewhere far, it's like, and you got to just take advantage of it, right? Not just leave right away. Like, just stay there for as long as you can. And especially since Sunday was your day off technically, right? So you had that as well. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, well, really, really impressive too. Uh, I, I was just going to say, I was like, maybe when I was driving back, you, you were probably driving nearby too, but I never stayed for too long, right? But uh, I mean, I know the drive back at night, is, it's it's pretty good, right? As you might know, right? Not too much traffic yeah. and... I mean, pretty lots of easy. places, yeah. Pretty easy unless there's a construction on 99. Yeah. Which is always a construction <laughs> on 99. <laughs> like they never end, right? It's never ending. They're um, on 99. <laughs> well, endless in and outs, right? I mean, there's basically <laughs> an in and out off 99, like almost every every town. and <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you had that, that going on. Um, yeah, that's that's really cool. I mean, it's it's just... It's a lot of dedication, right? Like you were saying, Antonio. I mean, uh, I think, I mean, I've never heard a story, certainly, right? Of parents being that supportive uh, with uh, a youth soccer player and just helping them accomplish those dreams. So, I mean, you guys keep telling that story. Let's hopefully we get other parents in the area motivated so they they can also do so. it as well. Because, I mean, you guys are proof that, you know, it, it can work out and, um, you know, just make sure that, that you that you do that. Yeah. So one last thing uh, before I let you guys go, and and I, I, I I'm gonna bring Hayden back to uh, the memories in the 209 and, and all that, but I'm really curious to hear just more things that you enjoy about the 209, like not just Sherlock, right, but just just in general as you think about all of our area code and whatnot. Like, what what are some places that you really you really enjoy in the area? I'd say uh, I enjoy the golf courses. Now that uh. I picked up golf in the off season. I enjoy it. We got a couple of nice golf courses. We got a nice one in Ripon, close one. We got one in Series, Modesto, a couple in Modesto. But uh, definitely, definitely the golf courses. And then, like you said, like the the restaurants. We have a lot of variety, and and even not not too far from the two and nine, we have good shopping centers. Maybe if you drive a little little west. Yeah, it's yeah. We're we're at a pretty good spot, like I always say, right? I mean, you got. We got a lot of great places that are uh, nearby too, and you know certainly it's it's a good place to live at, and and it's it's a bit cheaper even though it's still expensive, but that's California for you, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, it it just yeah that that that's that's all that goes. I, I like to give all the guests an opportunity to give any last shout outs. If you want to give anyone a shout out, if you want to share your socials where people can follow you and all that, um, this is this is your time. So uh, let, let's start with your dad first, and then we'll go to you, Hayden. Uh- I don't have any, I mean, I do have social media, but I'm not, I don't need a <laughs> shout out for myself. But 
I will put a shout out on my son's own brand, HS brand. He started his own brand. He sells merchandise and everything on that brand. And he works really hard on that to make it a big thing. So, uh, and then obviously my brother's restaurant and every local restaurant in town. I grew up here. I love this town. I love the weather. Uh, yeah, we don't get that much, you know, winter or four seasons, but you know what? You learn to adjust and you learn to deal with it. Tahoe's a couple, three hours away. Monterey, San Francisco is all close by. So we could all, we're centrally located. We could always go. Cali's, and... Cali's always got the best weather. Let me just tell you that. Coming <laughs> yeah. DC yeah United, that's for sure. We just went and visited him and it was like 13 degrees. So, you know, you, you sit back on that plane, you're ready to come back home to warm up a little bit, but it's, it's nice. California is good. Turlock, like I said, has treated me and my family really good. And I've raised two beautiful kids with smart and knock on wood. That's the, that's what a parent wants, you know? Yeah. That, that's, that, that's exactly what, what every parent should want. Right. And, and it's, it's great. Um, how about you, Aiden? Yeah. Just to touch on my own brand a little bit that I kind of came up with it last year and I've been quiet about it, but I, you know, I use it as a platform to kind of give back to the 209 community. So I, this off season, I, I gave a bunch of merch out to a local soccer team and a local club. I did a youth camp. So I kind of use it just just for a way to give back to my community. And, you know, I have there's there's a bunch of cool things on there. I have videos of my trainings, uh, me training kids, giving back to the community. I have a lot of pictures. So you go on the website, you can subscribe to newsletters and and kind of just be updated on me constantly. So it's it's a cool place for me to be connected with my community and a fan base that is kind of built around me so wherever i go i still have that that core with me that's awesome well hey i'm really glad to hear that too i mean so, everyone go yeah, check, out. check it out check it out on haydensarges.com oh no, oh nice hey and you got your first and last name as a as a domain that's cool yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that's good I, I was lucky to get mine a couple years back too and i'm like i'm not laying that go because nope. I mean, it's kind of cool right to tell people hey just go check i mean go check my name out but just <laughs> yeah exactly hatedsarges.com and a lot of cool stuff nice well hey that that's cool keep that going and you know it's it's really awesome to see just people giving back to their community and I know, you know, when years go by, when you retire, you're probably going to go back and just try to like continue to grow the sport, which by then it's going to be just even more uh, than it already is now. But it's that's that's what it takes. Right. Is like you you make a pro, you you do your years as a pro and then you go back to your community and, you know, you start to train the next generation of pro athletes. Right. So um, really, really excited for you and, and uh, to see that that brand grow as well. Yes, well, sir. thank you, Antonio, for, for joining us. And, and again, thank okay. you so much for everything that you did uh, as a Sac Republic fan. You know, I really appreciate it as someone from the 209. I really enjoy just people, uh, you know, getting our sport of soccer just growing and just, again, helping more of our youth soccer players in the area, you know, realize their dreams uh, is, is really great. And, and I know Hayden here is uh, going to be serving as an inspiration to just everyone who plays soccer here in the area. All right. Thank you for having us.
and, and yeah, thank you, Hayden. Uh, good luck this season with uh, DC United. And you know, I can't wait to hear all the stories that you're going to have to tell about this season and just just on, right? Because we're going to just going to keep uh, following you on, on socials and, and seeing where your career leads you to. Because, I mean, uh, as you said, right, when you started, uh, you had your dream of making a pro. And once you're pro, it's like, man, just keep keep going as, as yeah. far, right? I mean, cross cross the pond and just see where you can we can get to. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Thank awesome. you, Luis. I appreciate it. Thank you, Luis. Thank you. Have a great night, guys. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks. Well, thank you so much again to Antonio and Hayden for being on the podcast today. Uh, it's it's always really cool when you get to interview soccer players. And if any of you don't know, and if, <laughs> if it didn't already come across, I, I am a major soccer fan. I've always been a fan. So knowing that our sport is growing in the area, not just that, right, but seeing players that started playing here in the 209, now making it to the big leagues, to the major league soccer, which is the professional soccer league here in the United States. It's it's amazing. It really goes to highlight just how much the sport has grown. And really, you know, you, you don't really hear of a lot of professional athletes coming out of our area and being able to hear about more. I think it's, it's really motivating. And, you know, we, we have a lot of talent here. And even if you're not from the 209, you might be from like somewhere else. I think it's always inspirational just to hear different stories of how athletes made it professional. And so certainly Hayden's example is is one of those that uh, a lot of athletes here in the 209 are going to be um, just reading about in the future. And and just even now, right, just uh, using that as an inspiration to uh, never give up and and always follow your dreams and you know you can get there uh, if you set your mind to it but as you all heard it's not an easy path it, it does require a lot of support from your family and you know we we need more parents like Hayden's right that can do all that that can really have that complete dedication to supporting their child's uh, sport right and so really cool to just hear that story to hear I mean, they didn't just do it for a month. They did it for a couple of years um, of driving back and forth. And as I know myself, being from Modesto, it's it's a drive to get to Sacramento. And so coming from Sherlock, you're looking at more so like about an hour and 45 minutes on average of a drive. So it's out there. But if you're following your dreams, I mean, you'll drive for hours. Uh, and that that's the one thing that, I think everyone should take note if you want to follow your dreams. It's not going to be easy, but after a couple of years, you'll be looking back and just realizing that it was worth it. And this is certainly something that they can now say was worth it. And it's amazing. So if anyone listening wants to follow Hayden Sarge's career this season, again, as I mentioned, he's going to be playing for DC United in the MLS. It's going to be using the number 20 jersey. So check him out on TV. Uh, usually with MLS, uh, there's a couple of different broadcasting channels that um, pass the games. So just check out your provider to find out what channel it'll be on. But it's going to be really awesome. And definitely one more athlete of the 209 that will be on the lookout for um, this upcoming season. 
By the way, if you're interested in hearing more about Hayden's time with Sacramento Republic FC and also about when he found out he'd be joining DC United and how that's been like this past week as he's actually been training with the squad in Southern California, go check out my other podcast that I do. It's called State of the Republic Podcast. It is a soccer podcast that's all about Sac Republic and also about Central Valley soccer. So you'll want to check that one out. Uh, There were a lot more things that we talked about as well. Um, I I didn't want to have similar content from that one to this one. So you'll notice some things that were mentioned on that one that I didn't mention on here. Um, All that was done purposely too, because we recorded another podcast. And it's actually kind of funny because we recorded that podcast yesterday. And today he's on this podcast. So go check that one out. It was a really great interview as well. And, you know, you get to find out a little bit more about, again, his time with uh, Sacramento and with finding out just what finding out this amazing news that he would be signed by an MLS club with DC United. So go check that out. And hey, if you'd like to subscribe to that one as well, please feel free to do so. <laughs> again, that's State of the Republic podcast uh, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. So if you're not following the podcast yet on social media, you can find it at the 209 Journey on Facebook and Twitter. Check it out. Give us a follow. We are going to be doing more than just the podcast pretty soon. I'm going to be doing a live show as well. So if you follow the social media pages, you'll be able to get more details as to when that'll go on and what guests I'll have on there as well. Um, But that is on the radar coming soon. Um, I'm just working out a couple of details on how I'll get that to work, but I'm going to make it happen. And so um, just one more reason for you to follow the social media pages there as well. Also, if you are not subscribed to the podcast yet, I invite you to do so. Uh, Each platform has different options of subscription, but the most typical one, you subscribe and then you get a notification right when the new episode gets posted on the application. So really nifty, really great because you get to hear the episode right as soon as it's posted, or at least you get that notification so you know when a new episode is dropped. So. Thank you so much to everyone for listening to the podcast tonight. We'll see you next week here on the 209 Journey Podcast. Have a great night, everyone.